Beat Rapping. What's good? Episode 52 with your boys Vincent and Jules giving you another episode of Pulp Fiction. Oh, spuds. Because you know why? Because we spoke about Once Upon a Time yeah, in Hollywood yeah, and yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And then what came on the other night? Pulp Fiction. And the wife said, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. Imagine that. So I divorced her. <laughs> As you do. Get out my yard. <laughs> no, I didn't. She'd, she'd only ever seen like one or two scenes, like one or two of the obvious scenes. What a way to end a relationship. <clears throat> and then... And then <laughs> there's certain movies you just have to see. Sorry, love. You, you got to have seen that. How could you not have seen that? So we watched it and she fell asleep or took herself to bed and I carried on watching it for a bit. Mm. Classic, classic. So who's the one two? Vincent and Jules. And you will know my name is... It's the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. I was going to try and find the quote. There's so many quotes. The it's a classic. of the righteous man. Beer Rap and Banner, episode 52, at Beer Rap Bants, beerrapandbanner at gmail.com. Check us on all social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Beer Rap Bants. And then there's a link, there's a tidy link where you can listen to us on any platform you choose. No matter your device, however you want it. However you want it, however you need it. That's a great, however you great want record, it. great classic. And also, don't forget to check out uh, Play On the Football Podcast, which is now available on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Most definitely, so we're man. we're putting the work in. Good to see you there, bro, man. How you doing? I'm doing very well, man. How you doing? I'm looking forward to drinking this concoction that you've yeah, got in front yeah, of us. What yeah. is this you've got? So, uh, so do I open the beer or do I wait for you? what you've woo, got for me first? Well, well you know, um, my girl went to Cyprus recently mm. and she came back with this nice little bottle of drink and I thought, why not bust it with my brethren on the podcast? I appreciate that, man. It looks, the, the case looks amazing. It's a fresh import. Freshly imported from Cyprus, Greek Uzo. Uzo, and on the front there's a there's a this is an interesting imagery on the on the uh, cylindrical packaging. Mm. Mm. I know you've got a church, a beach, a boat, a windmill, and then you've got a cat. And unfortunately, you can't read it because it's in Greek. Where's the percentage? I can read the percent. Forty <laughs> percent. Wow. What what is that? What is that um, metric system they have over there? Because we have milliliters and liters, and and every time you're overseas, milliliters. And you pick up a bottle. Ah, but you <laughs> know, usually when you're overseas, you pick up a bottle. It says CL, like silliliters. What, what the hell is CL? Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Trust me. When they reminisce, they reminisce over, over you. you. That was going to a, a great debate of hip hop duos. CL Smooth was is good, but he's just riding sort of. Pete Rock in it because oh, no, but not in a bad so way. Harsh, bro. No, but no, but there was like if you look at some rap groups, there's a healthy distribution in yeah. work. Gangstar, DJ Premier, yeah, and Guru, Guru Gifted Unlimited Rhymes Universal. Um, did you know Guru stood for that? I did. Scholar in it, hip hop scholar. Can't can't uh, tell you nothing. Hip hop scholar here to make a dollar. <laughs> That's a reference. But like uh, there you go. We're going back off the Uzo. Sorry, beg your pardon. So, yeah, Uzo is the drink. Can't tell man, can't tell man about this or man about that because I've been there, done this, and I've done. Whoop, whoop. Jeez. What's whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm loving the energy. Actually, we were going to record on the Thursday, but I'm glad we'd, we've gone back to Saturday. Normal energy. Yeah, man. Energy, hey, energy. I don't need all of that because I'm driving. Well, you're going to have a little bit, man. Let's just have a little <laughs> bit to get merry. Oh, here we go. There's English on the back, actually. It says, in 1878, Thanasis. Gatsios founded the first distillery in Epirus after years of residence in 
Constantinople, bro. This is mad. Constantinople. No, that's got nothing. Well, it might have something to do with it. Well, the basis of their success is a unique recipe combined with superb quality. Um, so 40% volume with this ouzo. I'm going to bust this open and just... So how you, why are you doing that? Apparently you drink it with ice. Yeah, you do, yeah. Or with water. No, you do, yeah. You just have it like neat. And then also you have it with a bit of like... I know, man. I know, I know, I know what to smell. Is that... Oh my God, it's like licorice. Like that aniseed kind of... Yeah, it's going to be just... Yeah, just... Just a little drop. This is powerful But also, stuff, what they have in, in, in Northern Cyprus, the mm. Turkish side, and in Turkey, they've got a similar drink, raki, or raki or whatever, but when you add it to ice or water, mm. it turns it cloudy, and they call it lion's milk. Mm. Well, that like, looks a little bit cloudy. Well, this is... It's, like, not, it's not, not too dissimilar. Cloudy. It's like raki... How do they say cheers in Greek? I'll have to Google that. Cheers. Cheers. Um... Beer Rap and Banner episode 52. We're back drinking again on the episode. This is when we're at our best when, we're, when we'll be drinking. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is nice, man. This is like... It reminds me of, um, you know, that Aftershock. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm speaking of Aftershock, we just got to send our thoughts out to Terra Danger, who has... I don't know him personally, but um, has not been very well. And I just hope he makes a speedy recovery... Um, Good luck to Terra Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a thoughts go out to him and his family. He's um, a producer, isn't he? Yeah, producer. Uh, all around great guy by the sounds of it. Not very well. So I don't really know the ins and outs. I won't really go too much in it. But you said Aftershock and he had the label Aftershock. So. Okay. And they put a bruise and stuff. How you been, man? Yeah, I've been good, bruv. Um, been out and about here or there. Uh, was doing a bit of photography at uh, Tony Az's live show the other day. Shout out Tony Az. It looked good. Make sure you go check out Tony Az's music. How was it? It was a good night, man. It was a very good night. And um, uh, I had the chance of catching up with Raggle Zulu Rebel. Uh, shout out to Zulu. I ain't seen him in a, a hot minute. So it was yeah. nice to catch up they with Zulu. Dig him up. I've, I've, I've and, been um, missing off the map, so I've not seen anyone. Yeah, and Tony brought in all of his guests. And, and it was amazing, man. It was a really good show in uh, Hackney. Nice. Well, more... What do you, what do you call that area? Right, it's Hoxton. I guess it's Hoxton. Because yeah, it's it's it wasn't too far from Hoxton Station. Yeah, it's Hoxton then. Yeah. It's nice. I just use, I'm just traditionally, I always call that area Hackney from back in the day. Well, it's a big bar in it, so. True that. Shoreditch and Hackney and Hoxton. But yeah, and you were doing photography. Yeah, yeah just took one, two pics, you know. Um, but it was all about Tony. It was all about Tony performing, lit up the stage, did all of his classics. <clears throat> and um, it, was, it was a great night, man. There were some really nice people in the venue. Shout out to everybody in attendance. Um and the host uh, and the DJ. Um, it was a female host and a female DJ, which nice, I thought was interesting because nice. it's not every event where you see uh, a female DJ and a female host. Mm. Um, and yeah, and they killed it, man. It was a good night. Yeah, no, that's wicked. That's wicked. So go check out Tony. Has, uh, speaking of female DJs, I went to see Children of Zeus live uh, in Clapham Common over the bank holiday. I know it's a few weeks back, but they had a female DJ and I thought, that's interesting because you don't see many female mm. DJs doing the thing big up DJ Lioness who is a female and an amazing grime DJ so you know a lot of female DJs don't you no a lot of females mate what can I say oi 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 the girl them sugar <laughs> um, and I saw you at Chingfest we went to Chingfest which is not uh, a festival to do loads of cocaine because I know that's the word for ching is Did it you know yeah I didn't I never heard that slang before ching not yeah and also ching chang walla but apparently you're not allowed to call it Ching Chang Walla anymore. Apparently that's a bit racist. It bro. is a bit, in, uh, poli- you're not allowed to say, impolitically incorrect. Politically incorrect? That shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so you can go call it rock, paper, scissors or whatever it is. Or paper, scissors, paper, scissors, stone. stone. But I saw you at Ching Fest and that was a nice little festival. And yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I was a bit disappointed that they were only selling Budweiser for five pounds as I've well. I've still got one of those cups. I took my cup. I thought the cups were flying. Yeah, the they cups were cool. The, the, you, you buy them for a pound and then you sort of recycle them and keep them. So we had about five, well, shows how many beers we had. We had about, <laughs> we had about five or six beers. Um, but yeah, a bit disappointed that the Budweiser was the only beer on show when they didn't have more local ales and beers and ciders and wow. stuff from the, from the borough. They missed it, the trick there, didn't they? Or even more drinks from like, it's it's the borough of culture, our borough, our Wolven Forest is our borough the that we love. The first borough of culture. But then there wasn't much culture in terms of the drinks. There was culture for the food, mm. like Asian, Caribbean, uh, Mexican, although I don't know many Mexicans. Did, in. did you go in with the, some of that cuisine? No, because the queues were ridiculous the queues were so long like we stayed we missed uh neo is it neo or neo she was at the end and uh, we didn't see her and the queues were so long to get food i thought i'm not queuing up for this is long yeah i've just left early man weather took a turn for the worse um and uh, i was only really looking to just swing through early yeah it was good to see up. you man because you messaged you. i thought he was about out your way where it was up the road from us um from where we live i was really surprised to see you i was happy uh i got to see um, there was there was a lot of new music being performed. Um, it was interesting seeing like MC Luck and DJ Neat. Is that the? Or did yeah. I get it the wrong way around? So that yeah, that's right, isn't it? Luck and Neat. I just yeah. say now. I can't. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> I think it is. I'm flipping. I think it is. Uh, oh shit! Wait, don't the DJ come first? DJ Luck and MC, MC Neat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. So it was good to see hit, see and hear them, and everyone had a dance. And there was a lot of young artists performing sort of on the grime stage. I know Lord of the Mics had that. And we got to say a big shout out to someone we know well. He got a Wolven Forest Heritage Award. Mm. Man like Jammer, British grime pioneer, MC and producer grew up in Wolven Forest. Best known for being a member of Boy Better Know and former member of Nasty Crew. Lord of the Mics was founded in a basement in the house in 2003. So he got this big blue plaque that I think he's going to probably put above his mum and dad's house. Yeah, man. Where Lord of the Mics started and Grime was at its infancy. So someone we know well getting a Wolf Forest Heritage Pass. Do you think that enables him to like get free bus and free travel all around Borough or I London? Mean, you, got, you got to get something for that. That it, makes him a certified celebrity in the Borough. Is that Any, like a key anywhere to the city? <laughs> Not even a key to the city. Is that like an Oyster card to the Oyster card to the borough? <laughs> Oyster card pass. You get around it, the area. It should be, bruv. Like a heritage award. Who wins a heritage award? That's not something that everyone can. Well, get. this thing's timeless. This thing in 10, 20 years, when people are doing their gentrified walks around London for Graham, mm. they're gonna be going into his area or property. Yeah, it'll be a plaque outside the house. That's big, mm. and that's gonna the house. Well. The house will skyrocket. It, it's Hopefully like, they yeah, never said you know, it because like, it's a beautiful house. But You know, like when you walk past the building and you see a little sign that says, oh, John Legend was born here or yeah, yeah, uh, John yeah. Lennon, rather, was born and raised here in, born in 1975 and recorded his first album, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like one of those kind of historical uh, things to commemorate um, and celebrate uh, someone special. And to be fair, he deserves it, man. He's a pioneer. And, you know, he's a guy that has put on so many people. Like, so many people have had careers that have come up through that Lord of the Mics stable. Yeah, yeah. And he's still doing it now. He's still doing it. And I think that was the push of the latest Lord of the Mics 8, I do believe. I've not watched it. But 
the idea was to push the new scene of new MCs from not only London and not only the major cities of like Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, whatever, but other cities and other towns around the UK as well, male and female. And there's so many artists, like you said, who have pushed on for great things um, through the platform. So hats off to him, hats off to Graham. Yeah, man. And uh, big yeah, up, big up. And it was good as well just seeing him on stage, just MCing with his son. His son's there in the picture. Oh, was that Josiah? Yeah, his son's there. And I've seen his son since he was like a little one, obviously, and then he'd grown. I've not seen him since he was a baby. Well, and then he's now he's doing music and he's with his dad and performing. And that must be a great feeling for Jam as well, who's like, who's, his dad is a musician, talented musician. And, um, you know, coming from a family of, of musicians to see the son do the next thing. So massive, massive, massive shout out. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Keeping... Grime alive and the music fix. Um, talking of music mm. and the grime, just quickly, we had that Stormzy record and that AJ. You said that Stormzy record that Sounds of the Skink. Sounds of the Skink. Sounds of the Skink. It's for what did he send for Anthony Joshua? Well, well the hype was. As if Anthony Joshua isn't doesn't he's got enough he's got enough worries. Whoa, he's got enough worries with the uh, the Mexican boxer, isn't he? So he don't he don't want no part of Stormzy. We don't want no we want no parts of that. Well, to be fair, it's just hype, wasn't it? And the hype was that. Uh, after Stormzy split up with his, his ex-girlfriend. Um, From one jammer to the next jammer. Did you see hey. what we did there? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from jammer P to my jammer. Um, after Stormzy split up with his ex, his ex was seen taking a picture with uh, Anthony Joshua. So, you know, it, uh, you know, obviously Stormzy got a bit salty about that, didn't he? And uh, next thing you know, there's a tune that drops like a banging hard kind of banging where he's just taking bare shots, like bare little indirect kind of disses in there and stuff. Shit, man. Produced by Sir Spiral. It's a banger. It is an absolute banger. Langer. So could there be a shot towards AJ in there? Maybe. Um, but that was just a hype. Um, but the picture was hilarious. Did you see the picture? Of him boxing and he's like, you lot are funny. Or the picture of AJ and Maya Jammer. Yeah. AJ and Jammer. Uh, yeah. And she interviewed him, but he had that look in his eye like... Man, I'll bend <laughs> you over and just slip you this... He, needs to, he wants to go some rounds with her. Rebound sex. Oh, that would be a par though. Because like, obviously, like Maya Jama, she's as, as annoying and jarring as she is, she's beautiful. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah. Why she, do you think she's annoying and jarring? Bruv, she is so whack like presenting and... Don't you think she's jarring? I don't watch, I don't really watch her. Like, Do you listen the to her on the radio? I, no, I don't. The only time, I, I, I swear e- it was you that first told me she was a presenter. Yeah, she was a presenter but from like. The, the only time I ever heard yeah, that of her. that picture's looking her. real cozy. Look at, he's smiling. Look at <laughs> Anthony Joshua. His face. Anthony Joshua's looking like the like, yeah, cat that got the cream. Slip you the <laughs> Do you know, do you know what, yeah? I don't even want to come across like I'm hating or being an idiot, but I think as a presenter, mm. She's doing her thing and she's, you know, great in that respect. But I think, oh my God, you force it, man. You just... I, I saw her on the... And if um, that makes me sound like wrong, but whatever. No, nah, but... it's what it is. That like, you know, I think people tune into us because we say what we think and they, they like, like the certain opinion, pre- hearing yeah. our opinion, isn't it? Yeah, I just think she forces it way too much. And people yeah. probably say, I force it way too much, but I don't care. So she don't care. She's getting money and... She's getting paid, boy. That's it. Well, she's, she doing, can, she's probably doing better than me. She so can force it all she wants and AJ might be forcing something inside her as well. Uh, well, hopefully not, hopefully not forcing it inside her because that's a bit rapey. Force it up hard enough. Makes you feel it longer, you know. 
I don't want to force anything. We, no, do, we do not condone any uh, big brute, uh, brutality. Obviously not. Um, it's just bands. But, um, but the picture is mad though, because imagine, right, imagine this, yeah, imagine this. So she, the way I was going back is Maya Jama, she's pretty, whatever, Stormzy, mm. you know, he's probably an acquired taste. He's probably got a good sense of humour. That's why he gets the girls in it, you know, in terms of looks wise. So what Sorry, I, who? Stormzy. So he's, he was with Maya Jammy, yeah? So you're saying Stormzy's probably got bounced, that's why. That's how he pulled Maya Jammy. 100%, bro. She's, he's got to be punching. He said, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. To get to the other side. <laughs> you're so funny. Oh, let's go out. So he used them, them, <laughs> them, them type of bants, yeah? So what? He's, he, he's, he's punching out of them two. She, he's, she, he's punching because she's prettier than him. Is Stormzy was Stormzy punching about? So are you saying it was predictable that the relationship no, 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 end no, no. because Stormzy was punching above his weight? No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the thing about the punching. Yeah, I think it naturally worked because you know they're both in the eye. He's probably got bands. He's from South. Yeah, well, he's not from. He's from Croydon or whatever or near there. That's kind of South, isn't it? Yeah, and she's probably like she was begging it or forcing it or like yeah. breading or whatever. So it worked. Wicked, but of wicked the, up wicked. You're full of the sing-alongs. The Uzo's got you in it. <laughs> so she's 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 prettier than him. So probably people saying she's he's punching. Anyway, so they've split up, and now she's gone to Anthony Joshua. So of the two men, not obviously asking you to critique their looks because you know it's, it's not running like that. But of the two, would you probably see her more with Anthony Joshua or Stormzy? She's probably. <laughs> what not... he's going to say? Of the two, would you probably be that AJ more? <laughs> Stormzy? So would you? Who would you snog? Who would you snog Mary avoid? <laughs> Who would you rather go on a date with, Cal? Fuck, marry or kill. Um, <laughs> but Anthony Joshua is probably like more aesthetically no, you, pleasing. I, you know what? Yeah, I think everybody always says that that AJ is um, a good-looking dude. Yeah, just a shit boxer. That's what people say. <laughs> people say he's an athletic guy, he's muscly, and all of that. So you would expect him to be pulling stunning chicks. Yeah. Expectation. Yeah. Stormzy unless his game is dead and he can't say nothing he's like oh, excuse me uh. no but even men like that will still smash men like that were cleaning up from like they ain't got no bars they ain't got no game they Bro, just stand I see, there they I just see stand still and take the shirt off <laughs> I see a man once yet Magneto. light skin brother don't forget AJ's light skin so that gives him powers light skin powers where I see a light skin man draw a chick once yeah. without saying a word to her he pulled out his phone oh my days and he gave it to her and she put her number in it and then walked away into the and sunset. And then he just walked off. Oh my I said, goodness. what the f- Only a light-skinned man could do that. No way, man. I'm you think a dark-skinned man... You think Stormzy 100%. can walk up to a no, chick and Stormzy, just give her a not Stormzy, but... <laughs> not Stormzy. <laughs> who's, a, who's a good-looking, like, dark-skinned guy? You know what, yeah? I don't like the way you're shitting on Stormzy. I'm not shitting on him. I'm Stormzy just... It's my is opinion. G, like... And yeah. Stormzy, like, Lyrically, MC, rapper, uh, uh, entrepreneur, stuff for the community, great. I'm just saying... In terms of looks-wise... Aesthetically. He, he, he's not aesthetically pleasing. Well, not to me, because I'm obviously not that way inclined, but he might be punching... Yeah. As a- above his weight. Because Maya's ping, even though she's annoying. Okay, I would say she's... In my opinion. She's pretty... I, I, I don't really know. I saw her on the uh, Mo Gilligan show, and I thought she was all right uh, when she was talking and stuff. Oh, she seemed no, cool man. to me. That was cringe, bro. She's too much. She, she seemed cool to me. Um, But, um, yeah, in terms of... So like, you... is is he punching above his weight? Honestly, I don't think she's all that. Like, I think she's pretty and she's all right, but I think Stormzy should be able to pull a woman of such caliber. Because with women, they're not just attracted to looks. Money. Some women go for looks and looks only. But yeah, when like they want a man with nah, status. He's got the bants. He's got they the, want he's a got man the with bants. peas. 
Like, and I think status is so huge. Like, I think if you've got respect, if, if like, say like, there's a hundred people in a scene and all of them are looking up to and respecting one guy. It doesn't matter how ugly, how fat, out of shape that one guy is. If there's a hundred people looking up to him, women are going to be looking at him like, oh, this is the guy. I suppose. I He's suppose. a man's man. But Anthony Joshua, okay, could, I mean? could, could be a step up. To and for, that, for having that status, so he'll, my, pull, he'll, pull, he'll pull the Lengis chicks on so, the road. So my point was that like, He's broke up with her, and he's like, he might not be upset. He might be, and then he just sees that picture with like AJ just smiling on her shoulder, <laughs> and he's thinking, "You dirty scoundrel!" And he, then he then he just goes to the studio and he just gives him sounds that sounds of the skank, sounds of the, sound the skank, sounds of the. What do you think I'm gonna do with that skank to you, AJ? What are you taking pictures with my girl? You think I don't? What brown? I'm gonna give you the sounds of the skank. <laughs> uh, what is man's uh, pulling the boxing gloves? He just pulls out the sounds of the skank. It was a big tune as well. I like it. It's really. a good bangs. record. It's good it record. bangs. It's hard. It's a good record. Um, another good record. Yes, let's talk on this music thing. Because I... Kano. The hoodies all summer. Kane's is back. Now... After the visuals of the first two records, the uh, Class of Deja mm. and that other one that was really quite sad about, you know, the knife crime. I'm trying to find it now. Honestly, honestly... I think that that class of Deja, that's where the line I was quoting was from earlier, uh, the D-double line. Yeah. Uh, off of uh, Kano's Hoodie All Summer album. Um, that is I it. think the class of Deja is the best song on the album. Oh, I would have to say not just that. The Suck Your Mum, the SYM record at the end. That is fucking dope. Now that record, I was listening through the album Oh, let's talk about. Do you want to talk about Class of Deja first, or should we go through this? All I want to say about Class of Deja is Ooh. it came out before the album, and it got uh, the hype going. And it got everyone yeah, talking. just got everyone excited, wasn't it? It's like you brought some legends, like the old school legends, back together. D Double, Gets, and Kano, just the three of them, the three Musketeers, just bodied the beat. And Do you know you, who made the beat? I will check. It is like it is a, a throwback style grind beat with like elements of sort of garage music in it which is kind of like where grime was influenced from part of the grime influence was the kind of house and garage scene so people were Ooh. using the same house and garage sounds blue, to produce blue may. grime music when it was in its infancy so yeah, produced by blue may and jody milner never heard of them milliner Mil milliner milner and that's why i like spotify over everything because it tells you who wrote and produced it mm. and that's why you need the credits man uh I don't want to say Milner, I mispronounced that. Sorry if I mispronounced that, Jody Millionaire. But Blue May, I also, I think, did Garage Skank. I've got to double check that, which is a classic. Um, it, they go back to back, which is what you expect Getz and Kane to do, because they always did that on radio from back in the day, and they did it on Home Sweet Home. And then the double uh, hook just fits in nicely, just and it works well, and his, his mm. tone and everything works really well. Um, listening through the album, when I got to the end of S.Y.M., I thought this is Kano in his bag where he like he gets a bit like you can feel the passion a bit more and he's, mm. he's and and the beats the beat was like a garagey grind beat. Um I thought a lot of the earlier beats on the album were not hip hoppy but they were sort of slower pace and he's when he's doing that talking and it's um it's a bit more poignant and thoughtful stuff, you know, it's 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 a it's a mature album and it's a mature project. It's it's really good. Um but definitely a handful of standout tracks, and that SYM is 
is one of them oh, for man. sure. That could... Suck your mum. And kind of talking about, you know, um, kind of talking about people and, and justice and yeah, if you, social reform. If you expect us to be dead and, and in prison and... Then suck your mum. Yeah, and if you think you've got our number, then... Suck your mum. Yeah, which is like... Fighting, they're fighting words in certain... A pan-fried record with Kojo funds. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Kojo funds. Uh, not saying he's bad, but I just think there's other betters. But that was a decent I like record. Kojo. I think Kojo funds is a real artiste. Yeah, yeah. He's and, all, and good. He, he experiments, right. you know. And when you experiment, and sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. Mm. But he's in that kind of mold of like a Kendrick Lamar type of artiste where you, you, he goes so far into his artistry, sometimes you think, what the fuck did you just yeah. do? It was only <laughs> only 10, only 10 records uh, on the album, which is, is quite short. Um, so we had like SYM, Class of Deja, the, uh, the Kojo Funds one, and three years later, it was dope. It's, it's decent, man. It probably wasn't as good as... Um, I like Trouble. T-shirt. What was the one that you really like? Made in the Manor? Um... Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't have to be better. That like we always comparing stuff. It's 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 within a certain time frame, and it's with the knife crime with the young people. It's Kano doing his thing. It's, it, I think it's it's firmly fits in the mold of alternative rap music, which is some. It, that's my shit. Alternative rap. You wouldn't put this down as a grime. Where I really love. Not really. I would put Do this think... down as alternative rap music hmm, because interesting. the genres kind of float. There's like hip hop on there. There is grime on there, and then there's. Almost like trip hop on there, and it, and some garagey beats and, on there in it, which I know? liked. Yeah, and it's it's like it's a real mix. So and it's very there's some very soulful tracks on there, and uh, as you kind of alluded to, he's kind of gone into this dad rap kind of, uh, <laughs> kind old, of older older uncle older brother content. talk. Yeah, like I think it, I think it was Jay that started it with the four 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 album. And, you know, I think Kano's firmly in that dad rap mold now where he's kind of just dropping gems and jewels on the youngsters. He's older, wiser. And he's got Top mm. Boy Top Boy season three coming out, is it? Yeah. yeah. I see Drake in London. Okay. So they had the premiere of that. What's good, Drake? Yeah. Come up, come up to beer rap and banter, man. Holler at you boys. You know what it is. You're in town. Um, And he was just saying that the world will see the story of, of East London and this is a true representation. So I'll be looking forward to see the se- acting of, because I know Dave's in it. I know Ashley Walls is in it. I know Kano's in it. I know Little Sims is in it as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And I don't know if I'm going to binge watch it. I'm going to take my time. Take your time like a fine wine. Yeah, because if you binge watch things, man, I think we've had this debate before, but, and you've made, you've made good points about binge watching it and you haven't always got the time or you want to get out, the, you know, to watch things. But, don't appreciate the product as much if you just skip through it and binge watch it. And that's why it's good to listen to some of these albums again and again and just take your time and let it sink in. Um, I, I kind of see where you're going with that because um, I've been watching the new Power. Oh, um, is that still going? Yeah. Oh my God. I gave up on that. Like, <laughs> I gave up on that sort of beginning of season two. I thought this is absolute bollocks. You, never, you was never really into it's Power. Fucking but. bollocks, mate. I love it. The new season, I think, is dope. I've been watching Power and it's coming out weekly. So I'm just kind of looking forward to when it comes out every week. Uh, there we go. Old um, school. Looking forward to something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, but I don't watch many TV shows. That's one of the few that I watch. They've switched up the formula a bit as well. It's, it's, the w- less, it's less EastEnders-ish. Like, there's less drama, drama, drama. 
Oh, like and there's less drama within the camps type thing, like so and so. Less drama with like every episode seemed to have some really drawn out drama and you know maybe a little bit of overacting, but uh, now it's gotten very serious, very sort of story led. Too late, too soon. Um, too late. Do you think? No, no, I'm enjoying it. I like, I like the change of direction. There used to be some really saucy sex scenes. Oh, that's the only reason I probably watched it. Every episode, there was a that, mad sex scene. That Lala, when she's getting in it, and yeah. the um, the uh, the wife who was in Three Little Women or whatever. Tasha. Yeah. But what they've done now is they've taken it out. So there's no more sex scenes. It's 50 Cent. They've made it a more cultured, it's 50 Cent still uh, story-driven TV show. Is 50 still in it? No, nah, 50 got murked. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He went out with a bang. Oh, well. He got s- set up I'm not by this little youth that's a little fucking devil. Mate. Wow. I'm He's not, killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Man like Tariq. Talking the little devil on the opposite side. We all need the Lord. We all need God. Some of us. Praise be. Little brother, may the Lord watch. I like that. That was a segue and a half. Go on. That's what I do. Someone's had their Weetabix this morning. No, do you know what? I haven't. I've been eating bran flakes. But we'll talk about that in a, a bit because men's health. Okay. Because um, uh, you got to eat your bran flakes for your fibre because, mate. You need your fibre. But um, there's uh, plenty of fruit and fibre in this <laughs> album. I tell you, it's full of goodness. And if you know about Little Brother, you'll know that they've had that very soulful sound of hip hop on the soulful uh, side of the hip hop spectrum. Um, they It was a group consisted of two rappers and a producer, Ninth Wonder on the beats, rapper Big Poo and Fonte on the mic. But there's no Ninth Wonder in this album. I know. I listen, Yeah. So I didn't really know the backstory. Uh, I was a little brother fan from Chitlin Circuit, from uh, all the other stuff, the other two mm. albums they did, and that was that was the uh, the bit. minstrel show. Yeah, yeah, classic. yeah, classic. And I was expecting some Ninth Wonder beats because I know Ninth's been working with Rhapsody album, which we'll talk about in a minute, and other people. But it was interesting to see that he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't have anything to do with it. But I, I listened to it throughout, and it was still had that soul, them drums, sort of. N- not they didn't knock type of drums they're like a nice soft warm sound and it was very melodic like you said very soulful um is it chrysler what's the producer that crisis re- crisis on the beats yeah, worked yeah a lot he's, he's, he's worked on a lot yeah of he's worked on a lot there. um i love the skits mm. i love the album it it continued from what was it ybn network or i think so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the skits throughout the album played like it was a tv show a tv network and it was funny. It was it was really good. And they brought back one or two old characters from previous albums, mm. but and it was Fonte is a um, like big big pool is a dope rapper, but Fonte is like Fonte is the man. Yeah, big pool had like a soul album or like an R and B project that he put out where he was singing and I think it's the other way around. Oh, uh, was it? No, so Fonte had the big Pooh's the one that just rapidly rapidly raps. Ah, and then Fonte, Fonte is the one that raps and sings. Ah, there was and a Fonte thing recently. Did, oh, my bad, uh, my bad. Was it recently? Um, yep, he's had his. Uh, he's got his uh, foreign exchange. I think that's the name of the set. Um, so they kind of do like neo soul type of uh, R and B type of stuff, um, and then he kind of fuses that with the rap kind of hip hop kind of beats when he, he jumps in with uh, Big Poo for Little Brother. So I'd recommend to go and check that out. It's like, you, as we've been saying, it's a soulful project. It's got two good rappers on it and one guy that raps and sings as well. And honestly, I think Fonte is underrated, bro. I mm. think he's seriously underrated because as a singer, he's sick. 
And as a rapper, he's sick as well. And Big Poo can rhyme too. So, you know, you put the, the two of them on some dope beats, like Knotts is making beats on there as well. Yep, yep, yep. I think there's one from Black Milk. Mm. Um, and so when it all comes together, it's just a really fucking solid project, man. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with Knife Wonder, why he's not involved. I think maybe with Jamla Records and like you said, with the uh, success of Rhapsody, his mind is elsewhere. Um, I did hear that, you know, he did give them some beats for the album, but they weren't really feeling it. <laughs> and, and then he, he, he said something like, oh yeah, I'm going to come and DJ with you lot when you do the festivals, but like, I'm not really going to do all the, the regular shows. And they were just like, ah, I'm not really feeling that. Like you're in or you're out kind of thing. Mm. So I think it's just a bit of a conflict going on there. But which I think is understandable because like when you take a hiatus, like it's been years since the last Little Brother album, man. It might be like five years. So when you take longer a hiatus that, like that, that and everybody goes in their separate directions and then you try and reunite and the people have grown, people have gone into different spaces and they've grown. It's kind of like when Wu-Tang tried to come back together and do an album after years and years and years and it's like what RZA ain't even the same guy yeah, it used to be yeah it's not the same I think <laughs> I mean, like... certain projects should be left like and certain groups it's nice when they come back but I think we've got a, a a certain view on the groups at that time where we were so when we were listening to Little Brother yeah. we would have been I don't know when it was sort of mid 20s or so mm. um, and that was that right frame of mind for as the internet was getting bigger, as we were a bit younger, so maybe best to keep it there. But this new this new project, man, you can play it from beginning to end. You can let it flow. It has a real good uh, vibe to it, as a, as an album should. It's solid. Some great messages and a lot more. You know, they're grown up. They're they've they're rapping about their lives now. As it's, it's that dad rap. Yeah, yeah. Is this the genre? Grown folk shit. Yeah, mm. man. May the Lord watch. Grown folk shit. Um, so talking about this grown folk shit and this soulful stuff uh, with uh, Knife Wonder and Jamla Recordings being involved, uh, English mentioned earlier about Rhapsody's new album. Mm. Eve. Now, the just kind of, you know, just working with what we've got on the album title. Is that to do with Adam and Eve, do you think? No. Or could that possibly so, be to do with the rapper Eve? So what is what is to do with, because um, I watched an interview with her at the Breakfast Club and listening to the album. So if you check the track listing, every record is named after a female and specifically an African-American female. So you've got Nina, Nina Simone, Aaliyah, Oprah, Whoopi, Serena, Tyra, uh, and so on and so on. Michelle, Iman. So these record names are form as the basis for what the record is about and she then used this to turn you know each concept of a record so for Aaliyah for example she was saying it's all about being a tomboy being but being sexy okay I and, like that that's yeah, a cool concept it is a great concept because Aaliyah as we know was a tomboy and was sexy R.I.P. yeah was you know phenomenal artist phenomenal person um, and then like the the Oprah Winfrey record she was saying is like the first a female billionaire so it's all about getting money but it's all in a playful way and the wordplay on the record is or the wordplay on every song is is amazing she's because, bananas man yeah because I see Rhapsody as like a I see Rhapsody similar to like in a way that Wale is like a poet but rapper type mm. thing so mm. um, 
they might not necessarily switch up the flows too much, but it's it's real clever wordplay and it's almost like she's talking to you. So every record has that sort of theme of bigging up women, women empowering women and in mm. particular black women and in America. Mm. Um, I watched the video, the one with featuring Jizza and it had D'Angelo in it as well. So Ibtihaj. That's my favourite track yeah. on the album. Dun, dun, with the liquid souls. Yeah. Like, so or wherever they got the sample from originally, let's check. Yeah, the way Ninth flipped that was fucking When the MCs dope, came to live out, uh, it is uh, Ninth, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm just assuming It is that, Ninth. That no, is it's ninth. ninth. It's Ninth. So j- Jizzers on it. Sound like you... a Ninth type of flip. When the MCs came to live out, then one of my favourite records off the liquid souls album, the mm. violin, ding, ding, ding. And it's all about your hair or hair. Because you watched the video. Have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video, no. So the video is like her driving in like a drop top with some like old school clothes. And it's got like young men with do-rags and like combing their waves, like their hair. It's got all these young uh, women, um, Muslim girls in hijabs, riding a bike, standing on the street, just posing. And it's, but it's so well shot. Mm. And it's this, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out, man. I don't watch too many videos. I want to try and watch more. That's uh, let's put that on my to do list. Watch yeah. more music videos. I think that's the way now. The way music videos is just hand in hand with the record. I think that's used more now because we're such a visual, uh, such a visual time frame now, and mm. and everyone goes to YouTube. Like that's one of the first apps. Like when if I'm like. You know, if I'm taking a shit or something, not to get too deep, but if I, I'll go on YouTube. <laughs> Nobody wants to know what you're doing when you take a shit. <laughs> is that what this podcast has come to? I think about hits <laughs> when I'm taking a shit. What did Jada Kiss say that or something? I don't know, bro. All I think about is hits when I'm taking a shit or something like that. So YouTube is one of the first things I go to. And I think, you know, so the, the, the video now, yeah. you'll watch the video or I'll see the video and I'll think, rah, I've got to go get the album or I'm going to get that song or I'm going to ignore this artist because a lot of people are going straight to video. Oh yeah, so I just, yeah, so I think the visual age that we're living in, is that all right, yeah? Yeah, man, cool, cool. I poured you Leo, Singapore, Singapore lager beer. My friend Rich gave this to me today after the gym. He just had it in his car and he don't drink, so. That's a nice, smooth beer. Yeah. Shout out to Rich. Yeah, I've had a nightmare with my cars, sorting out lights and, Oh, backfired trying to be like trying to be like a bloke and fix my own lights and then I put them in the wrong sockets and I had to go to Holford's <laughs> and then to like rectify it and pay because you know they, they fit it for like £8, £6 and then my rear my rear brake light went and I had to get I couldn't get that out myself because it was too tight and I just thought fuck it I'll just pay fitting lights is one of the easiest things you can no, do no I know but I just mate. oh mate no I can do it I just faffed just around and up, didn't it, have man. the patience and I've never been handy like this and I was just thinking because I always have this, I often uh, struggle with this concept of like, what is being a real man? And like, because I never had... Oh, that's an interesting concept. Because I never had a man show me how to... I mean, I can change a tyre. I can do that anyway. Mm. And I can... What other... Quote, unquote. Because this is not just men, obviously. Like, women can do this. Like, And women... Mm. Andrea and my sister can do things better than me. Handy things. I'm not like... Andrea and her mum. Oh my God, my mother-in-law. Fucking hell, I don't know how they did it. Mate, it's interesting that you say that though because it is like traditional gender role type of stuff, isn't it? To be fixing the car. Fixing certain things right? or like the shat, like the, the, and, the U-bend or the yeah. toilet and, and you would seat assume and all of that. that there is a man in the house that teaches these skills, passes this knowledge on. Mm. And so if you grew up without a dad or without a dad that would show you stuff like, because my dad didn't show me shit like that. Yeah. 
and I, my dad passed and I don't think he was that handy anyway. So even if he was alive. Then, yeah, then does that mean you're any less of a man? And I, and I kind of, I hear these pe- the people coming with these ideas like, oh, you're a man if and you're a real man. That's what I'm and... saying. So what is a real man? Because this, I, 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 this, you know, back in the day, I think, oh, I'm not, I, I can't do X, Y, and Z. Mm. And I've got some friends like you and I went to school with like who were handy or people I know go, yeah, you just do this. Bing, bang, bosh, done. And this is like flipping hell. Like, mm. what? How, how did how did your brain work for you know to do that? Like flat packs and shit. Like I'm looking at you got your flat pack there. Like someone will look at a flat pack or an IKEA thing and just look at the uh, the the pictures and go, right, that goes there, that goes there. Yeah. Did it, did it, gone and up. Just and it's intuitive. And I'm, my patience is little to none when it comes to shit like that. I mean, I've got a lot of patience working with kids. I've got a lot of patience working with people. Mm. And I'm quite a chill person, I'd, I'd like to think. But, yeah, man. But when it comes to, like, things like that, I get so aggravated and short-tempered. So is it that I lack that skill, probably, I, or I didn't have a man to show me in the 80s, in the 90s? Well, not the 80s, we were kids, unless it was, like, going to work in a factory, but this ain't the norm for mm, back pe- in the day. I'm sure people would show their kids how to do stuff. You know, like... Kids just want to be just like yeah. the people they're around, don't they? But then so it's, it's like example, showing if, to if, shave. If, if there's like, like a little toddler or a four-year-old or a five-year-old. It's like no one daddy, showed me to shave. Daddy's building some Ikea furniture. The kid's going to be hanging around and might be like, oh, I'm going to build it with you. And the next thing you know, you're showing your youth how to build this thing. And by the time the kid's eight years old, when you buy something from Ikea, he can build it himself. <laughs> Date yourself, you little bastard. <laughs> but I'm saying, so, but, and maybe your wife and her mum, maybe they had that. Maybe they had a man that was around in the house and was building stuff no, and showing them how to do bits. I don't bits. think so. Because um, even my girl, she's quite uh, handy with a screwdriver and she can build stuff as well. I thought you were going to say they're handy with a screwdriver, shank man up. <laughs> Not that handy. Um, but her dad loves a bit of DIY and so he's passed on a bit of his knowledge onto his daughter. You see what I'm saying? No, it is, it's an interesting concept and it's just like, I mean, I can do, you know, you can do our things. You, we've all got skills in different areas. Mm. So That's what it is, bro. I just think it's different strokes it's different frustra- folks. Yeah. But what pisses me off is when people feel like, a, like it's like a small village mentality. Mm. Like all they've seen is a certain type of guy and so they think this is a man and if you don't subscribe to what that is, then you're not a man. Yeah. So it's like, if you're like, I don't know, say like you're in a fucking village in Ireland and all the men do there is fucking just lifting, lifting and carrying yeah. all day long. They're like on the farm, lifting stuff, carrying stuff, working, and they're all blonks. Or they're eating mad carbs, like mad stuff that you grow, just like potatoes and vegetables. <laughs> Rice. And then just lifting and carrying. And they're big and strong. And they don't really talk much because what they do is lift. <laughs> you know what I mean? But and then they're knackered that's the problem at the end of the day. So th- that's a man. You know, and if you don't look like that, if you're like a city boy and, yeah. you know, you got all flashy clothes and, you know what I mean, or nice car touch, and, you know what I mean, when it comes to lifting senses, and carrying, yeah. you're thinking, man, I'll just pay a labourer to do that. Yeah. Then well, they're thinking, you're not a real man. That's what I do. And that's why I'm worried. I'm thinking, am I? A, well, I know. Yeah, that's for you. I know I'm a real man. Yeah. Because, you know. But. Because what? Why are you a real man? Well, I've got like a cock and t- I've got like cock and I've got balls. cock and balls, mate. I'm, I can show you what I'm a real man. No, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I believe you. You're a real man. I believe you. I don't want to see it. I, <laughs> I believe you. 
<laughs> Come here, cow. Let me show you. <laughs> Can we spill my beer? <laughs> Relax, bro. Did he pass the taste test? Whoa. <laughs> oh, pause. So what is a pause, real man pause. then? All right. So what? So I'm. So I'm, anyone can be a real man. In my opinion, it's biological. That's it. I'm, I, oh, like, can a transgender be a real man? This is where Whoa. it gets tricky. This is where it gets tricky. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, I, I reckon you could dictionary that. You could Google that. Like, a man is um, a male human being who has grown past adolescence into adulthood. Man. All this other shit like, oh, a man takes care of his kids and a real man does this and a man does... Shut the fuck up. But a real man should do that. As, well, mu as much as a real anybody woman should, should do that a woman should look after her kids and a woman should do all of this shit too um, you know Tony has had a song the other day uh, well it's an old song it's one of his classics called How I'm Living mm, How I'm Living yeah you know the tune big tune where he talks about his kids and he talks about uh, I am a man I must provide so you know his understanding of manhood is a provider and I, I kind of agree with that. I feel like a man should be providing and looking after his family. That's like a traditional gender role thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, who did, who then determines who is a real man? But what if you ain't got a family? Does that mean you're not a man because you don't have children? Be a man. Uh, that's a good point. And also, sorry, thank you, man. Just touch my phone. Also, who determines? Who determines what a real man is? Is it a woman that has to determine what the man is? Is it the man in the village? Is it the is it going back to like back in the day tribal or the head of the village, the head of the, head of the, the town, the head of the, you know, who determines? Because a real man back in 1920, a real man back in 1960, a real man in 1980, 1990, and a real man in 2020, completely different things. See, this is why we need a rites of passage. Take this shit but then back who to determined? 300 sent a boy out into the wilderness and make him go kill some panther and come back with a panther's head and, and, and the flipping panther skin around his back. Black panther, like Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. No, yeah, that's rites of passage. We need a rites of passage because that, that can be the symbol. That can be what helps a boy to transition into a man and then everyone can just shut the fuck up because as soon as you've done your rites of passage, now you're a man. But that's who it. determines that then? Who determines what he has to do? Oh, I mean, that could be anything. Like, to be fair, I think... Because you're saying going into the... Like, like I, I agree. There has to be some sort of process of, like, where a boy becomes a man, a girl becomes a woman. They learn right from wrong. They learn certain things within their culture and their community. It's all different, isn't it? Like, what's a man for, boy to man process in uh, Argentina will be different in Australia. Or mm. in Leighton will mm. be different in bloody Lithuania. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So... But what is the process? Is it like getting a beating through people? Is it going out hunting? Is it going to go and have your first fist fight? Is it going to change the tire on a car? Is it learning to cry and talk about your emotions? Maybe it's all of these things. That's Maybe. what makes a man is. We're complex beings. That just inspired me to write a song. Jeez. I was thinking that would be a dope song from Leighton to Lithuania. You from could work with that. You could do something with that. Uh, from Leighton for Lithuania. Stop rapping, so I'll just give up. <laughs> oh, from Leighton to Lithuania, you can count on me like I'm from Transylvania. Oh, <laughs> drops mic. You count, can count, count on, on me, me like I'm Count from Dracula. Transylvania. Don Juan de Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Smrek. Oh, there's so many references. Beer rap and banner. We all know the references. Um, while you were just talking about what becomes a beer man, um, a beer man? 
What becomes a <laughs> beer man? Beer man. What becomes? I'm, I'm drinking a beer, man. What becomes a real man? Did you see Bear Grylls get? Um, oh, it's Bear Grylls is a real man, isn't he? But did you see him get absolutely taken out by some sort of uh, plant, or he got stung in his I face? Didn't. This is funny though. Oh, this is it here. Look at this. A lot of people say Bear Grylls is a real man. Bear but Grylls Do you know out. if he's looking after his kids and if he's providing? <laughs> yeah, that's why he's always on the run, isn't he? Must <laughs> <laughs> got like three baby mothers. <laughs> Bear hungry kids at home and he's just out and about just doing doing a madness. That's why he don't want to be at home, innit? He's always on the run, innit? He's Fuck them kids, man. I'm out, bro. That's why he's I'm going out. undercover, hiding underneath a fucking he's cut out some sort of lamb or animal and he's hiding under it in case the baby mums comes and looks straight. He's camouflaged. Did you see that <laughs> hey, did you see that did you see that video with a couple beating? Like the chicks riding and then and then he's like, oh, I'm going to come. And she's like, oh, and he's like, let me get up, let me get up. She's like holding him, holding him. She's like, no, I'm going to have your baby. And he's like, hope you like being a single mom. <laughs> I've seen that. Listen, your yeah. pull-out game, your pull-out game, my pull-out game was, my pull-out game was so strong, yeah, obviously, because like, I've got kids now, but, and I wanted to meet the right person and have kids with the right woman. But... Why are you turn this into boys to men all of a sudden? That's not boys to men. Is that I, a boy? I feel like we should have some soft music in the background. Hold on, did you see uh, Bear Grylls' face? Look and at Bear. I want to have your baby one day. Look at this Bear Grylls' face. It looked like he got stung by. He did. He got stung by a bee during life threatening. So what was he doing? So stung some people some just hornets. can't just enjoy just living on God's earth and just man's, being. Man's face looked like he had plastic surgery, bro. Do you know who reminds me of Bear Grylls? Ryan, like our, our friend Ryan. He's like so adventurous. Bear girls in that Ryan picture. from school, not from Ryan from Don't Be I know, a Dick. I know, I know. Oh, about. I didn't even shout out Don't Be a Dick for having me on. What an arsehole, Ben. Oh, well, let's do it. Let's do it. How long are we into time. the podcast? We're good. There's still time. There's still 50 time. minutes into the podcast almost and I forgot to you shout. You can give them man a shout. Let's go. Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. I've got a shout out. Don't the Don't Be a Dick podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should put this at the beginning. Now, fuck it. Uh, big up the whole team for having me on there and just having them on. I just mad respect for them. And they came on the Play On Football podcast. So go check them out. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a bit like better late than never, but I don't think it matters where in the podcast it comes, as long as we did shout. Now we know if they if they listen to us or not, because it'll be like, I wonder did 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 he figure us up? Did he figure us (laughs) up? Only joking. Go check them out. I'm sure they. I'm sure they're listening, man. No, we Um, spoke about that Chappelle thing, and uh, we spoke about uh, engagement rings and shit. That was a dope conversation, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, But you know, it's what we do. But I wanted to bring them up. Um, Music, Eve. Rhapsody, we spoke about that. You've put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood original soundtrack, which yeah, sorry to throw um, you there. Do you want me to talk about something else while you're doing that? I've no, got... no, I just didn't know what I did with oh, my just, phone. Just um, I just wanted, to... oh, go I on just want to say before we move on from Eve, yeah, sorry, um, it's a good album, or from Rhapsody's album called it's Dope Eve. Album. Um, I really liked the features on there, I thought it was sick. Um, I like that she brought back Queen La, that's a solid verse from La on there as well, okay, yeah. Um, uh, that's one of my favourite tracks and um, yeah I just think it's a really dope album go and get that so you were saying Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah I'll just give that a quick mention it was like you know, I got a little gas after I watched the film and that's that easy listen I always like uh, listening to film soundtracks I quite like music and films and you know I went to watch the movie and I thought let me get the soundtrack and listen to that so I've been listening to that um, so much new music has come out recently man I've downloaded loads and I haven't had a chance to listen to everything I was trying to catch up on all of the releases from August and just into September now um, and I came across Currency which project's this because Currency 
Uh, no, we spoke about this. We spoke, well, you listen. I spoke about it briefly in the last episode, but you've listened to it properly. So hot August nights. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember. No, Maybe I just, gave it a quick I, mention. Yeah, yeah, I did give it a quick mention. I said I gave it a quick mention, hmm. and you know what you're getting with him. But what did you think of it? Because now you're right. You know what you're getting with him. It's dope. Like, like, let's move oh, on, yeah. innit? <laughs> um, Missy oh. Elliott. Oh, I'm super fly, super duper fly. I can't stand the brain. <laughs> when that first came out, and she wore the big black bin liner and the um yeah. the videos from Hype Williams. But that album is phenomenal because the uh, the beat, the tune with Lil Kim, the Aaliyah record that I was singing, like the best friend, mm. um, the genuine record that she's got. Mm. Some she's got she was like the total package. She is probably the, she is the total package. I'm not saying it was like she's dead, but well, what it is is what's it like? We were talking about little brother taking a long hiatus. She's had a long hiatus, man. Mm. But she stopped when she was God, at the top, though. Damn. Not saying little brother weren't at the top, but Became super fly. She was super like super fly. She yeah, was I mean, global. Yeah, I mean, like Missy and Timberland, they've got a special place in hip hop, haven't they? Mm. Um, and five, I don't think Missy really needs to do track. anything ever again. She could just be in that OG kind of mode. Like she even has a bar on this where she says, um, I was producing tweet back before you could even tweet. I was mm. like, yeah, oh, yeah, that was hard. Because that tweet record about um, touching herself is a classic. Yeah, 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 see? And that was Missy Elliott on the beats back back in the day. So she's in this space where she can just chill as an OG and as like an auntie to the whole game. Yeah, they were, but they were... she come back and, and she made an EP and... She reinvented herself. And to be honest with you, it's not quite my kind of flavour, but I'm sure someone's going to like it. There's something in the water in Virginia Beach because you had Missy Elliott, Timberland, then you had Pharrell, then you had Chad, who's like with Pharrell. you got Pusha T and his brother. It's like... Man like Magoo. Teddy Riley. Was Teddy Riley from... Maybe? Yeah, Magoo. Oh my God, Magoo. Now he was just like the mate though, isn't he? Yeah, just a just just guy. But you know what? Like there's there's... Talented people everywhere, and sometimes you get a clique of people that rise up, don't you? From mm, 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 but mm. yeah, yeah, there's, there's there's some really cool artists from Virginia Beach. Mm. No, Pusha T probably is. being my favorite out of the lot. Yeah, so. oh, his new Pusha T and Lauren Hill record. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, Pusha and Lauren. Yeah. When did that come out? Like the other day. Oh. Oh, mate, it is. That it just sounds mad. The idea of it. It is. The idea of Lauren it Hill singing not. on it, so it's good to hear hear her in it. She's back. And it's called Coming Home. And it is it come out on the twenty eighth of beat? August. Did Kanye make the beat? Yeah, he did, he did, oh, he did. <laughs> he did with a few other people no. as well. Uh Kanye West, Mike Dean, oh. Charlie Heat. And it's um don't even play it. Don't even play it. Oh, it's so good. I need it's to hear this so on a, good. I need to hear this on a big set. Yeah, the beat is all chopped no up. The vocal sample is like old Kanye West. Out. Old Kanye West. And then Push is saying some real like mm, street coke bar rap. And like. Oh, is it? Oh, this is Kanye with the pink polos, Kanye. Ooh. And this, this, is, and, and Louis, Kanye. this is Louis Vuitton doll. Louis Vuitton backpack. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, <laughs> maybe not as. No, maybe a little bit later on. But it's around that time, yeah. Oh, no, this is just sounding classic. All right. And the samples is mm, Bro, you woven killed, in. You just killed me. And Lauren singing. Me. You killed me. We can, go, we can have a break. Do you, want, do you want to have a podcast quick break, play the record <laughs> and go back in? We've <laughs> nah. we never done it before. No, look, look, let's, let's actually wrap all up right. soon so I can listen to this. Dream, all right, all right, all right. I want to big up, hold on, music-wise, sorry, I've got a big up man like, um, oh, where is it? Oh, Ben, you killed it. Henboss. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Elizabeth. So, uh, Skillet, K-Night, uh, Mentless brother 
Elizabeth is the record. We've played Elizabeth, it before. He put out the Night Rider record. Will you me, marry me? Me, me and my friends are Night Riders. And this Henboss is back at it again. I'm not going to play it there. Oh, sugar. But definitely go check out Henboss, a young guy from Wolven Forest, East London. Um, he put out the Tokyo record, the Night Rider record, but this Elizabeth record, it bangs. Elizabeth. It's not got that wrestling sample, but no, I'm just. I know, it. I know, I know, I know. So, but I'll, I'll definitely have to shout him, boss. We've been supporting him, and his music is wavy. Like, if you want to put it in your car mm. or a little gym session, mm. it's definitely like that wave of like, and it's all positive. Like, um, it's not like none of this drill bollocks, like a negative mean, you know, in a, in a respect. But it's definitely like bossy and you okay. know, okay. yeah, you can you could hear it in Something a club. To bounce to. It's it's a record you could play in the club. And it not seem out of place with everything else. Like it has that hmm. that um that depth and, and, and loud sound, if you know okay. what I mean. Like okay. my producers and engineers know what I mean. It's, it, it it fills the cans, it fills mm. the it's solid, it's a it's a, it's a nice beat. And he's at beat and the video's wavy as well with the girls. So, you know, big like Henboss, we've got a shout out, right, shout, shout out, everyone. Shout out, shout um out. who else we got a shout out? Uh Fred Frieders as well. I think I said that right. I hope I did. He's doing his work. And there's so many people, man. I don't know. Quick Righty. There's loads of great artists. Quick quick fly through with the rest of the shit I've been listening to. Not sure what else you've been listening to, but uh, uh, yeah, go get that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, original soundtrack. You know, loads of old school uh, 70s and 80s rock uh, and funk type of tunes on there. Um, Big Crit, new album. Crit mm. is here. That is hard. I really like the joint on there with Cole and he's got one with Lil Wayne, that's a banger langer as well. Uh, Merz has got a new album. I haven't actually had a we chance spoke to about that. We spoke about that. We spoke about it. It's all right. It's all right. You know, you go back and listen to the book. I'm joking. I, I'm gonna have no, to go back know, and listen no, to the book. No, do you know what? Before. We mentioned shit. You know what? Because it's so, it's so, because it's beer rap and banner, and we, got, we have so many things to talk about. And often we, so many, and often we leave the music which we're both passionate about to the end sometimes, and we mm. rush through it. Mm. Um. It's no one's fault. It's just the way the, the episode pans out, and and then we go back to shit. And 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 I know you're the big you're a big music man, so you, so you you'll go back and you'll study stuff. So it's now speak. Did you listen to it? The I didn't. I had a chance to listen to it yet. So I'm, we're just gonna have to let that one fly. Okay. Uh, we was listening to a bit of Jeezy earlier, wasn't we? That new legend of the snowman. Mm. I feel like there's a bit of a uh, theme. Now I was gonna say a bit of a um, Pokemon influence in this album title because he's called it TM One Hundred Four. That was like some type of Pokemon shit. No, Fug Motivation. But why did he write TM104? Because Fug Motivation, um, it's like 101. Oh, T- Fug Motivation 101. That yeah. was like his, was that his first mixtape? Come on, look, we was really in the streets listening to Young Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I was out here. It looks like a Pokemon. It looks like one of them, um, I can't remember what the thing is, but you get like a power up or something and it's called like TM104. It's, it's, Fug, like it's Fug, Mo- Fug Motivation 101. Um, it's been a very musical podcast so far. We've not really it touched has. on any of the subjects. I don't know what we're going to do. But there's more music though. It's crazy. Oh, keep going. Jidena, 85 to Africa. Mm, he is very talented. Flipping dope. Just go and get that. It's like some Afrobeat trap. Is he Atlanta? Type Atlanta. of fusion. I don't know where he's from to be true. To be true. I don't know. But this is dope. Go get that. Sir. Sounds of the skirt. Sounds of the pot. You know about Sir? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, the record with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. The first record. Yeah, his mm. voice. Now, what's this record? Show me your phone quickly just for one sec. The record, not only hair down with Kendrick Lamar, but You Can't Save Me. Mm. Wow. 
Is he from? He's from LA somewhere. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Like the whole album is wow. Mm, sir. The whole album is incredible. Just go and get that, man. Don't even say no. Don't even question it. Just go and get it. Yeah. S I R. It's called Chasing Summer. It's my favorite label. Top Dog Entertainment. Same mm. label that brought you Kendrick Lamar mm. and Schoolboy Q mm. and Ab Soul. Mm. And you know, if Scissor. you like if you're liking that already, Scissor. Mm. Right? Isaiah Rashad. Mm. Like if you're liking that already, then you know you need to just go and get it, innit? It's called Chasing Summer by Sir. So Joel Ortiz. Mm. In on another one of my favorite record labels, Mellow Music Group. Oh, I've like, never heard of that. Oh, they're independent. Oh, they're getting that rap money? They're getting that independent rap money. And they're putting on a lot of dope fucking rappers still. Nice. So... If you like your rapidly rap, Joel Ortiz is the... uh is the punch one of the punchline kings, isn't he? No doubt. Let's let's leave it like that. He's actually got a feature with Big Crit on there as well. Mm, so that mm, that, that mm. would be a dope track for sure. I haven't got around to listening to so much. And um yeah, for me, the big tune at the moment right now is that sounds of the skeng. Smell like Stormzy. Go man, get that. Man, new man had to shout it. That's how that's how big it was. Sounds of the skeng, sounds of the skeng. I think my sound of the week or so has been Kano. S.Y.M. or Rhapsody, Elia. Those are my two favorite records. I keep going to off the off the projects. Only because only because Class of Deja was deemed is deemed like old now, which yeah. is ridiculous. But yeah. it's like two weeks old, three weeks old. But in modern day, it's the single before the album drops. So far, <clears throat> yeah, I, I quite like Trouble from Kano's album. Nice, nice, nice. And. Uh... <laughs> it's just so much. It's like what what is really my favorite song right now, man. It's too much. It's too much. Ah oh, man, I'm still listening to some of this Burner Boy, man. That Afro beat. Oh, so much, man. Uh, you know what? I think my favorite song right now is that Snoop Snoop record, man. I still really like that song. Um, the one about Nipsey Hussle, One Blood, One Cuz. One Blood. This is this is, this is a dope tune, one man. Blood. Common dropped a new album. Yeah, the common. I like. The, I need to get into the common. See, too much. So, so much good music out there. Go and get everything. Uh, make sure you go and check out Beer Rap and Bants on the social networks. If you want to hit us up for anything, it's beerrapandbanter at gmail.com. You know, we've got the football podcast as well. And we're smashing out the videos for YouTube, for Play On. And it's podcast play on on the socials podcast dot yeah podcast play on at gmail.com no dots what i'm talking about um also shout out to the don't be a dick podcast you know link up with them on the socials check them out mm, they got their 50th episode um big up everyone everyone doing a podcast if you're doing a podcast or you listening to a podcast just do your thing this is the new radio we can say what you want. You can say what we want. Voice our opinions. Unlimited. Thank you for li- unlimited like data. I ain't got a limit data. My data ran out. I feel like a teenager, man. Like my data's running out. I can't even use it. Like it's a little boy thing, fam. I got like 10, 10 gigs of data. I got twenty gigs of data. Bro. That's a lot of porn. That's a lot of data. Do you that's, know how? Do you know it's the first we mentioned porn in the episode. That's how like we're getting quite grown. It's like I'm glad it's you that mentioned it. Why? I think I get a bad rap. I think people think I am the pervy one out of the two. I think we're joint pervy. I think you're more pervy. 
Do you think so? I'd probably, yeah, yeah I could be like, yeah, freak. <laughs> freak in the morning, freak in the evening. Just for me, I need a... Oh, wait a minute. Yo, let's wrap this up, man. I want to go listen to that Pusha T tune. Okay, I've been English. I've been Cal. Thank you for listening. And we out.